This episode is rated A for Gotta Catch Em All. Hey, welcome everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Ethereum Gaming Podcast, where we talk about the past, present, and future of video games. Tonight, I'm joined by Aaron, who you guys haven't heard from in a couple weeks because he's been busy. Seth's here as well. Guys, the OG crew is back. We don't have a guest speaker or any, anyone different joining us tonight, which we always do love our guest speakers, but it's good to be back with just the OG crew. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. I'm good. Nice. Awesome. Happy to be uh, back. Well, yeah. Aaron, we've missed you, so we're going to start with you. How, how have you been? Um, it's been a couple weeks, so what have you been playing? How many games have you finished in the time that we've last spoken? <laughs> <laughs> um at least one it's hard oh, to that, say it's hard to say one. Least, uh, I, I feel mean, like that's a letdown i mean i at least one so nice. i mean in the in the past week alone um we got the game that we talked we're going to be talking about today which i i rolled credits on that last night i've got about 15 hours in dying light 2 and as of today i got like probably five hours now in sifu um nice. so both those games just came out so we will be talking about those each on a later date but cool yeah, yeah. awesome awesome well that's uh, hey at least you at least you are keeping with your trajectory of every time we talking or we talk to you you have beaten a game so hey i'm sure i'll have another game beaten next week too so on that sure. note as much as i want to say hello to seth and say that i have also beaten a game since we have last spoken so, so proud of you I know what, what it, was it? Will be, it, was, it was the hardest game I've ever played in my life. Oh, uh, man. was it was it was it a from software game? Was it like Dark it, Souls it was game definitely Souls? a a Souls like dungeon scroller for was sure. No, Sekiro. <laughs> I haven't beaten Sekiro yet. No, just kidding. Um, I, uh, I I've told I've said this before. I have like a YouTube channel for family friendly gaming and I beat in one playthrough one sitting. Actually, it only took me about an hour and a half ish. Um, Paw Patrol, Mighty Pups, Save Adventure Bay. So that's for all the youngsters out there um, on my on my YouTube channel for that. But yeah, so I did I did beat a game. So I mean, I know that's something I don't say often on this podcast, but I was very happy that I did complete a full game. Was it hard? No, not at all. Oh, come on. My four-year-old plays it and loves it, and he <laughs> plays just as well as I do. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Seth, how you doing, man? Um, what have you played this week? Have you beaten any games? Have you beaten Hitman 3 yet? You know, uh, getting closer, closer than I once was. Uh, but no, I've not beat Hitman 3 yet. <clears throat> and no, I don't believe I've beaten any games in the last week, uh, except for maybe one of the Wordle challenges, you know, if, if you want to count that as a game. <laughs> but uh, count it. <laughs> the, uh, uh, you know, I've been playing Pop Patrol, you know, been nice. enjoying that with, with my son. Awesome. So, uh, so we've wait, this also is like a, is that, this like you know, a new game that just came out. It's impressive. No, it came out in 2020. It just came uh, out. It's on free on Game Pass. So, oh, okay. Did I miss a review or something? Yeah, you guys didn't so, tell me uh, that we were doing this. <laughs> no, we're, no, we're we're prepping it. We're still prepping it. So, okay. The I got uh, time. You know, I'm still working my way through it. You know, it's it's all apparently only an hour and a half. So I've only got about 10 percent of the way through it. You know, you know, you know my rate. So, uh, <laughs> been enjoying that, but uh, with with my son. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So as always, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be like Aaron. So I've played about 10% as much as him. So I've played about two hours of dying light, really enjoying it. Looking forward to, uh, talking about it next week because, uh, <clears throat> surprisingly it is a phenomenal game 
and I really look forward to digging my teeth in it a little bit more uh, before the uh, before the tears dig into me. But surprisingly, this last week has probably been more of an Oculus week for me. Uh, one of our uh, friends of the podcast uh, mentioned the game Walkabout on the Oculus, which is essentially a putt-putt virtual reality game. And I have to say, somebody said in the reviews that before you play it, be sure to feed your family, water them, and uh, kiss them goodbye. Because <laughs> the only way you're going to see them is if you buy them an Oculus 2. And I have to say, this is the first game that's ever made me get up from the Xbox and go back to the Oculus. So like, I played like four rounds, I think, of, of mini golf my first day. Yep. Putt-putt. So it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and so... You know, like I said, I was playing like this a lot, and uh, the Les Mills Body Combat game dropped, which is is a fitness game. So I downloaded it, and it's a lot of fun. You know, it's uh, kind of like a, a, a boxing and fitness game. You're you looking know, fit. That, You're that, looking that, fit there, Seth. That one workout that I did in that really made the difference. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I actually I actually played the Oculus quite a bit this week. Um, I haven't had a chance to jump back in Resident Evil in the Oculus yet, but I've been wanting to. But uh, I tell you what, I bought the comfort strap for the Oculus with the extended battery in the back and that little bit of a counterweight with that battery on the back of your head and then the uh, kind of rubber cup with the uh, better strap. Man, it's a world of difference with wearing the Oculus for extending gameplay times. So really, really enjoying that. You know, like I said, if anybody else in the group is playing the Oculus, be sure to reach out to me. If you're thinking about getting Oculus, reach out to me. I would love to persuade you to get one because they are pretty great. And uh, what's it know, going we're seeing a those? lot more games coming out for it now. Uh, 300 for a base, 400 for the upgraded model. But they just increased the base model storage space. So I think the 300 model is the 256 model now. So, you know, it's pretty solid. It's either the 128 or the 256 model. I'm not sure. But uh, either way, it's a pretty solid purchase now. And, nice. uh, you know, with uh, Facebook dumping dollars into it, you know, we're seeing more games like Resident Evil and such that are that are making its way to it. I know the Medal of Honor just got ported over to the Oculus. So, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff on there right now. Awesome. Cool. Well, hey, I know last time we talked, you said you didn't get to play that many, that much um, games because of work and everything being busy. So I'm glad you got to get some game time in. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunately it's at the time of year, but uh Nonetheless, getting a little bit of time here and there, but uh, got a lot to play this month. So, really trying to figure out a way to carve some more gaming time out. Yeah, there, we luck. got a lot coming out this month. That's for sure. That is for sure. Awesome. Well, yeah, guys. <clears throat> I, like I said, I played the Paw Patrol game. That was quick, but it was it was fun. You know, it definitely is something I would recommend to play with any any kid. Maybe your or older kids might yourself. not like it as much. Yeah, it was it was enjoyable. You know, I knew all the characters, and yeah, so it was fun. Um, I've also played uh, some Fortnite, and I got into some Halo again. So I've stuck to my regular games. Haven't played Call of Duty still. I haven't been getting. I don't know. I just don't feel. I just don't feel any urge to play that game at all. And hopefully, um, the the new season drops on Valentine's Day. I think. Hope so. Hopefully, we will see some changes that are worthwhile, and maybe it'll bring me back. I do love the game. I I like playing it just been unplayable but yeah other than that uh you know I, we're we're talking tonight about uh pokemon pokemon legends arceus so we are uh gonna uh 
be talking about that. And I've put probably close to 20 hours into the game, I want to say. Um, and I know, uh, Aaron, you said that you have beaten it. So we have. I was I was trying hard to get this thing done. I will say that I've enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that in a few minutes. Um, as we always do, we want to bring you some news that's happened in the last week of gaming. And uh, there's been a couple big things. Um, biggest one being PlayStation purchased Bungie. So we know Xbox has been buying up some studios and PlayStation now has done their their uh, comeback and they bought Bungie for three point six billion dollars. Um, the only game from Bungie that I know is worth, I don't even know if it's worth that value, is Destiny 2. So <laughs> um, they have Destiny. I, don't, I, I honestly don't know any other Bungie games. I know they were the original creators of Halo, but they haven't had a hand in Halo in over 10 years. So I doubt you will see Halo coming to the PlayStation anytime soon, Aaron. I'm sorry. If that's, ever. That's fine. I, I, I think that the main reason behind this acquisition is uh, PlayStation also announced that by what 2026 i think they want to have uh six big like personal um what was it games as a service style games kind of like destiny kind of like um call of duty and Fortnite. they want to add at least six of those uh to their to their catalog of games so i feel like this is part of the acquisition for this um this is not one that excites me in any way just because there's no games associated with bungie that i get excited for I mean, I love Destiny. You guys know that. But I mean, Destiny, they the second that they announced the acquisition, Destiny posted that this will still be a cross platform cross platform uh, game. So it's not like you have to worry about not being able to play it if you're on PC or another system. So I don't really feel like it changes much. Bungie themselves came out after the acquisition and said that they will continue to make cross platform games, um, not just Destiny. So they're yeah. they're not looking to make PlayStation exclusives uh, through this acquisition. So I'm I'm sure yeah. there's a strategic move behind it, but I'm not sure what that strategic move is. Yeah, I mean, as you know, I, I as we have talked about Microsoft buying Bethesda and now they bought Activision Blizzard. I mean, I just think it's just the way that these companies are going to now head towards and go towards because I just feel like the big name companies like Sony and Microsoft are going to bolster their their revenue streams by having these developers behind them, even if they are making cross-platform games. I don't see, I, I see this becoming the future of uh, video game distributors, I guess, best way to say, it, or developers. I guess um, so. PlayStation also announced that they, they have intentions to uh, continue with more acquisitions that should be announced here shortly. So yeah, I mean, they, they have already said that they have more in the pipeline for, in terms of acquisitions that are going to be coming out. Yep. And I mean, I don't think it's going to hurt us. The only thing, the only thing that'll hurt us, hurt gamers in general, is if the companies start getting super selfish and not being cross cross platform for everyone, you know. And we all know that you know, um, Halo and Gears of War are, you know, exclusive to Xbox, and we got the Spider Man games and God of War and things like that that were exclusive to to PlayStation. So we know that that they're going to have those. But when you buy a company like Bethesda or Activision or Bungie that are that have only made games that are really for all platforms and systems, you know, if they start limiting that, that's really going to hurt the gamers in general. I don't think it's going to really affect us, but we'll see. You you never know what happens when money, big time money gets involved. (laughs) But uh, moving on, uh, the other big news that came out, um, if I'm sure you guys have seen it, probably are excited. Grand Theft Auto 6. Rockstar came out and they said 
GTA 6 is in development, in active development. Um, we don't have any information besides that. Uh, no pictures, no video, no dates. Um, but they did say that it was actively being developed, which is a good sign because, you know, we've been waiting for GTA 6 for years. We've been waiting for, um, you know, the next, uh, the next Morrowind game. Um, Elder Scrolls game uh, for years, and it's about time that someone someone drops it. You know, <laughs> are you guys excited for it? For it? I mean, are are we gonna see? I guess what I don't even know if this is a thing, but I'm gonna say it as a fact. I believe it is. But GTA has got to be the most re- GTA Five has got to be the most remade game for systems and ports and all that than any other game that's out there, right? Skyrim. Maybe Skyrim. I think Skyrim tops it. Yeah, I, I I don't know the remakes and. Yeah, Skyrim, Skyrim might be close or above it, but Skyrim and GTA, they 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 redo these games every every six months, you know, <laughs> for, for a new Except system or a new... Seth's in there nodding his head. He's like, yes, it's Skyrim. Skyrim most definitely has had. <laughs> but Skyrim is worth it. Skyrim is worth every one of those additional games. GTA, not so much. GTA I... 5 did not have the lasting power without GTA Online. That is what has lasted, not GTA 5. Mm-mm. True, true. That is a good point. That is a Skyrim very good point. has lasted because Skyrim is such a great game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Aaron, just like you Red Dead Redemption the... did not <laughs> successful because Red Dead Online. We can't go through an episode without Seth rocking it's, out hey, the Red Dead Redemption love. It's Rockstar. It's Rockstar. <laughs> Come on. Rockstar needs some love. But uh, Aaron, do you want to share the next piece of sad news, unfortunately? I got to sneeze. It's not coming. I'll power through this. It's fine. Um, yeah, the next the next bit of news is that Suicide Squad has potentially been delayed. Um, it, this is kind of a hard one to say because we haven't actually heard from Rocksteady yet uh, whether or not it will be delayed into 2023. But Bloomberg has reported it. Um, Polygon has been reported. IGN has been reporting it. So a lot of the bigger companies have already said something about it, um, but we have yet to actually hear something from Rocksteady. So there's some hope, but I wouldn't hold out for it. Um, it's definitely looking like this is going to be delayed until 2023, which, I mean, if you remember a few episodes ago, I was the one that said that between Suicide Squad and uh, and Gotham Knights, that Suicide Squad would be the one to come out first, and I guess I was wrong. So thank you, Rocksteady, for just making me wrong. <laughs> well, I mean... We, we, we've prefaced this year every time we've talked about new games that we probably will see some more get delayed. Um, it doesn't surprise me. I know that this one, though, Suicide Squad um, seemed like it, I, like we talked about, it seemed like it definitely was further along in development than Gotham Knights was, for sure. Yeah, we've actually like seen gameplay footage and stuff, and I mean, we've only seen a couple seconds of it for Gotham Knights, so. Yeah. Well, uh, we will hopefully get some more information on that and give you guys that information once something is fully confirmed and we get an actual date of what is going to be when that release will be coming. Uh, one little piece of news that hits hits home with me is Halo. As uh, you know, I love playing that game. Unfortunately, Halo Infinite has taken a little downward turn. Um, it was, since it released, been in the top five games played on the Xbox and has since dropped out of that. Um, Roblox has taken its spot, which is sad. Um, but Hopefully this is a good sign for the developers 343 that they'll start putting in some of the implementing some of the changes that we players have been asking for in terms of leveling up system, the store and just general, you know, there's no co-op 
um, campaign, what we've talked about. Um, that's supposedly coming out in May, but there's rumors that it's going to be delayed. And there's also no Forge, which if you've played any of the recent Halos from Halo 3 on, there's been Forge where you can get in there, create your own maps, custom maps, and um, people got really creative with those. And it's just like the custom map community on Fortnite. You can make these awesome Halo maps and they'll get put out for the world to see if they're good enough. And there's not that. So a lot of content creators, you know, there are people obviously grinding the ranked levels to be just a good Halo pro, but the rest of the content creators that aren't trying to become a pro at Halo that want to just have fun and build maps and get noticed for other things, they're not playing this game anymore. So um, they've, they've lost a lot of, of players and yeah, hopefully they'll make the changes that are, that we need to see um, to get Halo back up to where it is. Cause it is definitely a great multiplayer game. Um, it's probably the best that I, I think is out there and uh, hopefully we'll see some changes. That's crazy that it fell off so quickly though. Like the game just came out. The, the problem months ago, but and I, I hate to say it like this, but the problem with all these games that are coming out, like like um, Back for Blood and other games that aren't like s- single story story mode games like Fortnite, Apex Legends and Call of Duty Warzone, they just crush everything. And even with all the problems that Call of Duty has, massive amounts of players are playing Apex and Fortnite still. And those games are the only games right now that are really, you know, there's Minecraft and Roblox and things like that. Um, but for the most part, you know, when it comes to multiplayer style games, all these new ones are not, they're not lasting. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of the problem is like ones. you said, <clears throat> you know, the Apex and Fortnite and Call of Duty all have this season perfectly timed, perfectly set up. And Halo's seasons didn't make a whole lot of sense. And Halo's events didn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, work on it a little mm-hmm. bit this week, and then we'll bring it back in three months. Uh, you know, their XP grind was terrible in the beginning, so I think that pushed a lot of players away because it felt like you'd play for hours with no gain. Um, yep. And no co-op mode in the single player, or, you know, in the campaign. You know, no co-op in the campaign is absolutely killing Halo. So while they took Halo back for a year, delayed it, to fix some of these issues that the players were already pointing out in just the 30 second snippet we got the year before they spent all that time bringing it back. And yet they still brought out something that wasn't quite ready. Yeah. You know, I mean, we spoke highly of the halo campaign. Halo campaign is great, but these issues is what's driving players away and what didn't give it the lasting power it deserved. I hope that it comes back once they get some of these things resolved, but that's, that's the issue. I mean, I played a lot of Halo multiplayer the first week or so, but I haven't touched it since then. You know, I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. the campaign, but that's the only reason I'm playing. I'm not playing for multiplayer. Yeah. And the the campaign's great, but at the same time, is it would be even better if you play with your buddies. And so, yeah. Absolutely. Well, hopefully, hopefully this will bring about some changes. I don't know. I mean, I, I just can't tell you if it will or not. But uh, yeah, that brings us on to our next piece of news. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but have you guys seen this game that has taken the world by storm. It's all over Facebook, all over your social medias. Wordly. Have you guys played Wordly yet and tried it out? It's a, it's a game where you have six chances to guess a five-letter five letter word. And um, if you, when you put your, put your starting word in, it'll tell you if you have letters in the right spot or correct letters but in the wrong spot or wrong letters. And you got to figure out what the word of the day is. You can only play it once every 24 hours. Um, but I'm seeing everybody on my Facebook news feed 
and everything like that. They're just posting their stats from this Wordly game. Have you guys seen it? Tried it I'm, out? I know nothing about it. Yeah. Apparently, I've, apparently, I'm out of the loop here. <laughs> I got Not tired of seeing these colored loop. blocks on my. I got tired of seeing these colored blocks on my Facebook page, so I went ahead and played Wordle. I don't know anything about Wordly, but <laughs> I played Wordle. I I called it Wordle the first time I played it, which was just a few days ago, actually, and I was uh, roasted because it's supposedly Wordly. So, well, congratulations to the person that roasted you because <laughs> they're on some higher plane that we are not on because the Cambridge Dictionary calls it Wordle. <laughs> so, you know, if the Cambridge Dictionary says that the UK pronunciation of a British game is Wordle, I'm going to go with Wordle. Yeah, I guess Life's I mean Wordle. That's the professional definition, so might as well go stick with that, right? That's right. All right, we got one little but piece yeah, of news I mean, left. The, oh, yeah. <clears throat> the thing about Wordle, though, is like there's no hints. There's nothing. It's a five-letter word. You got six chances to guess. I mean, it kind of surprises me when I get it, you know, because usually I get it in like three, maybe four chances, and I'm kind of surprised as many five-letter words as there are out there <laughs> that I can get it in those things. You know, but it also bothers me because the other day I had one. It was just like, I'm pretty sure this is a derogatory term that it's going to be. But of course, it wasn't. <laughs> but the only the only thing that me nor my wife could think of was something I did not want to type in. So, yeah, it's quite uh, it's quite interesting. Nice. Yeah, I've uh, I've actually been posting. Um, I've been doing the Wordle, Wordly, Wordle, whatever you want. You got me. You got me mixed up again. I'm going to get yelled at. Um, <laughs> I've been doing the Wordle. Um, wordly challenge every day and recording it and posting it on my streaming channel as just like a little additional offline content type of thing. And the videos have been like just my reaction videos and stuff like that. of me thinking it through and, and completing it or not completing it. And it, it's been fun. Uh, it is definitely something that a lot of people are, in, are interacting with. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll continue to do it to play it for a little while. I, uh, today's or not today. I haven't played today's yet. Yesterday's though. I completed it on three, man. I was impressed with myself. I can't believe I did it on three, but I did. But anyways, uh, one last piece of news before we get into the topic for the evening is something right up Aaron's alley, and now I guess Seth's alley since he is a PlayStation man. Um, Discord. We talked about this a long time ago that uh, PlayStation had partnered with Discord. Um, there was not an act. Was there an act? They didn't buy it, right? They just partnered with him, I think. No, they just like added it. Yeah. Well, it's not on Xbox, though, but oh. PlayStation adds Discord. They finally linked it up. Um, unfortunately, though, there's still not a chat option with it. So you can link Discord to your PlayStation. So that way, when you're live um, playing a game, your buddies, if you're in your Discord channel or you're in a Discord channel talking to people, they can see what you're doing and you see your actions like when you have it linked to other things. But their PlayStation does not is not using a chat option yet that is featuring discord. So there is still like that it. option that I heard a lot of people are upset about. I'm, I'm going to need Xbox and PlayStation to both get on it and add a chat option so that when we're playing uh crossplay that we can actually talk to each other. Yes. I mean, and discord is the, is the way to do that. But if, if Xbox is going to not make a way for us to use discord, it's going to be difficult. I feel like if, I feel like if either of those platforms is going to do it, it's going to be Xbox. But the one thing about Xbox that PlayStation has always lacked in their Xbox's party chat system is really excellent. I've never used I, I know PlayStation has a party chat. I've just never used it. Um, gotcha. I mean, I've I've used it for like one or two other people, like when my brother plays with me. 
Um, but other than that, not a lot. I think the one time that what was it? Destruction All Stars uh, last year. I played it for like a week or so. Um, but I remember not having headphones in and the party chat was on on their controller. And I just heard people screaming through my controller because now there's the microphone inside of the controller itself. So That's I could funny. hear everybody and they could hear me. But they also forgot that their controllers were turned on because you have to have a PlayStation 5 to play Destruction All Stars. So all the people getting really mad at each other and screaming and cursing at each other was kind of funny. <laughs> That's funny. That's actually pretty funny. But I also had the volume all the way up on my controller. So I think my wife was walking by and I just hear this guy screaming and cussing out this is TV. <laughs> That's awesome. It was a lot louder than my actual TV was. But yeah, that's funny. Well, guys, um, we'll get right into our topic now. Uh, we are going to be talking about Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, Aaron has completed the whole game. I've done a good portion of it. So we're going to talk about all things Pokemon for the next little bit i hope you guys if you uh, yeah i'm i'm looking forward to adding a lot to this conversation since i've played all of the pokemon i plan on playing and that is zero none <laughs> so i look forward to listening to y'all yes. discuss this Seth's gonna be an avid listener on this conversation you know i love that you uh you said arceus the right way because it's been arceus and arceus going back and forth but if, if you watch any of the pokemon movies like they say his name it's arceus so Pokemon Legends Arceus. I'm excited to talk about this. I've, I've never seen a Pokemon movie to be, before, to be 100% honest. They so. are all over the Hulu right now. I They're not geared for our generations, so it's it's hard to sit through, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, I forgot how hard it is to sit through some of those those shows, but I, it was um, getting ready for the game. I was like, oh, man, I see it on there. And when I'm in the gym on the treadmill one day, I put it on there and I, I couldn't do it to myself. Gameplay, yeah, I, yes, but the movie. My no, kids, my kids, honestly, don't even enjoy the Pokemon shows. We've tried watching the ones that are on, um, I guess Hulu, yeah, and they just not has never caught their caught their eye. But uh, yeah, I mean, without knowing Arceus before today, I mean that definitely is a hard C. I mean, if you look at the spelling of the word, you don't even have to look it up. I uh, that's definitely a hard C in my opinion. Yeah. So whoever's not spelling it accurately uh, or saying it accurately is uh mistaken and wrong <laughs> just confused they're confused that's fine um cool I mean, jumping, well, yeah jumping into, into this it. like first question uh have you played through all of the uh generations of pokemon or is this yeah i've, I've like played most of them um red blue yellow um i i i've done sapphire and um ruby gold silver yeah ruby no, gold ruby gold yeah um, um lightning is that one of them or no, no? um there what was the one it was so i did them a lot a lot of them on emulators because okay. i never had a game boy so there was um i've done sword and shield i own sword and shield well i own sword um and um i've played through that what i i can't remember the other ones but yeah i've played most of them um i don't want to say i've played 100 percent of them but i've played most of them what about you have you played them all um i have played just about all of them yeah i um so yeah they got um, Pokemon Red and Blue, Yellow, Gold and Silver, Crystal, um, Fire Red, Leaf Green, Emerald. I played Emerald, Diamond and Pearl, Platinum. Um, no, I don't think I played pa- Platinum. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Never played those. Black and White, Pokemon X and Y. Never played those. Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, Sun and Moon. That's on the 3DS. The Sun Sword and the Moon. Shield. Sun and Moon. Uh, that was actually um, Sun and Moon was uh, Switch, I believe. 
Uh, it says 3DS on Wikipedia, but yeah. So I've played. I guess I've played not even half. So I maybe I haven't played as many as I thought. But like I said, I always, um, I would, I, I do this all the time. Like I'll go on, get a download an emulator on my phone or on my computer and run through red or blue or yellow, um, or ruby or sapphire, um, at least once a year. But I, I haven't mean, done that lately because I've been playing Sword or on now and now Arceus, but. I normally once a year will go through at least one of the classics. I uh, red and red and blue, which I have blue sitting on my on my desk here. Um, red and blue were the two that my little brother and I used to play through all the time. Owen um, nice. and we we played that one. I had red because I love Charizard. Charizard is my all time favorite Pokemon. And he had blue because Blastoise is his favorite. So uh, growing up as kids, we played that all the time. And then yellow obviously came out. We played um red and blue together we played gold and silver once that came out um but since there's two of us we've always gotten both the games and we trade with each other so ever ever since the very first generation we've always done it and even if we don't actually sit down to trade it's really funny because we'll still we'll still do it that way um i mean neither of us got brilliant diamond or shining pearl which is the remake um of diamond and pearl that just came out um but for uh, sword and shield, I got shield. He got sword. Uh, for sun and moon, I got sun. He got moon. Um, nice. Growing up as kids, we had uh, black and white. I believe no, we didn't do black and white. Um, but I had silver. He had gold. I had ruby. He had sapphire. I had green. He had red. Yeah, <laughs> for every nice. single generation, awesome. we um we just did it that way so that we could trade because they always have it so that certain Pokemon are in certain games, and if you want all the Pokemon, you have to have both the games or have someone that's mm-hmm. willing to trade with you. Um, but this, this new game that just came out Arceus here is a complete turn out of left field um, and departure from what we've seen for every single one of these Pokemon games since 19, yeah. since the late nineties. Um, Pokemon has always stuck to the same formula of it being a turn-based uh, game that you just generate uh, random sequences for, for different battles and then you go and fight the trainers there's the gym leaders there's the pokemon league um there's the uh team rocket (laughs) there's team rocket there's always some kind of a team that you're fighting against which this one kind of has it in there a little bit um not quite to the same degree as the other ones do but but yeah it's it's completely different um and i guess as we're jumping into it um which one was your which was your starter here all right so Everyone loves Charmander, you know, Charizard, the whole deal. He's my little buddy. Or Pikachu. I have always, and I don't know why, I have always gone grass. So, um... You seem like a Bulbasaur kind of guy. Dude, Bulbasaur, Venusaur, they are my favorites, dude. I would always go grass. Never was much of a, um, a fire guy from the start. Never was water at all. So, I actually have two playthroughs going on. For Arceus. So my the one that I spent the most time in and in and, and the furthest along with, which totally is um different from my normal playthrough. I went uh I went water. Oh. Yeah. I okay. uh I got the um, Osh- Oshawott. Yeah, the Os- o- Ocelot or yeah, Ocelot? how do you say it? Ocelot. 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 Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I am horrible with Pokemon names, so it's oh, like yeah. the let's, first let's, gen- we're gonna butcher them. First generation, mm-hmm. I can do all day. Um, everything from after that, I'm gonna butcher. Yeah, horrifically. So, and there's a reason for that. Is and this is just the playthrough that I got through the furthest on. 
Um, I am re- going to record the my the Pokemon Arceus for my my YouTube channel, and that one is is my grass type. But when we were we we got this game when we were on vacation last week, so I didn't want to play as the grass type for my my recorded playthrough. So my son is playing fire, and I was like, well, I'll just go with water just because he's playing fire and i know i'm gonna have to help him um mm. since he can't read all the words that are gonna be put to him and i was like yeah so i'll go i'll go water on this playthrough and that's that's uh sadly or i don't know if sadly is the worst best way because i definitely enjoyed it but playing the water type pokemon i always felt water was the weakest and um but honestly now that i've played through in water i water can wreck <laughs> wreck some of these some of these other types and these- so I, I always steered clear of water. The only time I ever had water was when I had a, a one of the seagulls or whatever they were, and it had a water gun effect on it because I needed to fly back in the original one. So I always kept a bird on me, and it was always the seabird just because I liked it, and the water gun was pretty good. But yeah, no, um, I have I have the ocelot fully um, leveled up or fully evolved to the samurott, and it's a cool looking otter, you know. Uh, uh, looking thing, I don't know, otter horse looking thing. It's it uh, evolved. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm not the greatest Pokemon names, probably because I'm an old older guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I've I've enjoyed him, and he's been a lot of fun. So, awesome. where, where, what did you I, choose? Oh, Cyndaquil. I, yeah, I have. I assume you I were. every you look single, like a fire guy. Every single time I've ever played a Pokemon game, I've always chosen whatever the fire option is. Um, I do like Rowlet though. For all of the grass type Pokemon, um, as a starter between Bulbasaur and Rowlet, those are probably my two favorite uh, uh yeah. grass types that have ever come out. Um, because Rowlet I, is also see, like, like becomes a ghost one. Yeah, and I've already played Rowlet before, um, in one of the past ones, so I I didn't go that way this time. That's why I went with the Ocelot water type. But uh, yeah, no, I it's it's awesome. I he's my little buddy. I wish he I wish I could get him to my little buddy. Him. I wish I could get him to Pikachu and run next to me, you know? I mean, that, you that is one of the things with this game is you can definitely just throw out your Pokemon and let them stand next to you. They don't walk with you. They don't walk, yeah. But you they, can stand they to them. You can you. talk to them, but they don't do anything when you talk yeah, to them. you can play with them. Um, well, they, I mean, they, they react yeah. to you. They react, they react to you. But they don't so actually talk or... If you um if you talk to them if you once you walk up and click A if you uh click X Y and B once you're like in the speaking kind of position where you kind of kneel down next to them um there's different moves that your character will make and the Pokemon will react differently oh really okay yeah so there's there's a lot in this game that it kind of just doesn't tell you how to do um not as much as some other games. But there's yeah. definitely some things that it's just not going to tell you. But um, that being said, with the whole intro to this game, I have never had a Pokemon game that took as long to get through like the tutorial and opening segments as this yeah. one has. This is that was this is ridiculously long. Um, I, I feel like have... it was trying to get you to relearn Pokemon all over again, like you've never played it before. Kind of dumbed it down a lot, but it, it was tiresome. Kind of. I mean, they they do definitely want to kind of treat it like it is its own thing. So I feel like they kind of had to feel like they have to spend the extra time to teach you everything. Um, but is it really which, its own thing? Like it's different. It's different. It's, I, I, it's different. Yes, but I mean, it it doesn't have you know the gym aspect and things like that. And obviously, it's brand new. We're not going to spoil much, but it's it's Pokemon. So you you know the gist of how Pokemon works if you've played Pokemon in the past. But like. 
the main there's the there's the main story. The main story of this is to complete the world's first ever Pokedex because this is like a historical game. You're going back in time um, compared to the time frame of the other Pokemons that are out. And I mean, that's I mean, that isn't that the gist of Pokemon? Catch them all. Got to catch them all. Can we spoil like the first 30 seconds of the game? Yeah, sure. Because I, I feel like we need to talk about this. I mean, I'm sure it, you can. It, it made no sense to me. It, and it wasn't necessary. Um, so the character you play. Flooding. Well, you play this character who is teleported via Arceus, which you don't see. It's just like a glowing orb on your screen. And he's talking to you um, and you're dropped out of the sky in front of this little uh, town Jubilee village, which is like the central hub for the entire game for the most part. Um, yeah, I want to talk about that being the central hub. I and, have some issues with that. Yeah. And so you just get dropped out of nowhere. And I feel like the storyline would have worked better in this game if you weren't plucked out of like another era. Like you get dropped in and you're obviously the it's an ancient village or not ancient, but like it's very old. They don't have a lot of technology. They're still farming on the land there and they're learning how to live with Pokemon. So Pokemon and humans don't necessarily live. Um, and a lot of peace, people are scared together. Yeah, yeah a, lot a lot of people lot. are scared of Pokemon, too. Fearful. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of the people are scared of the Pokemon. A lot of people are very, uh, very anxious and very wary. Um, and then there's some kind of like scouters that live in the village and their job is to go out and build up this Pokedex and um, kind of they're basically explorers uh, for the village in itself. But you get dropped out of presumably the future um, yeah. or another space vortex depends. So you... But like I, I, I kind of feel like it's weird. They didn't necessarily need to go that route of making it so that you came from the future. You could have easily been a person that grew up in this village and you were working to build the first Pokedex. Um, the storyline didn't have to go that kind of weird way. I yeah. think I think that they did it simply so that they could give you um, the Arceus phone. Yeah. So the, that, uh, yeah, that one tool that you had. The, yeah, you get you get a cell phone, so to speak, Arceus phone. And it pinpoints a lot of places on your map where you need to go for your missions. But like, that's like, and, and people are looking at you like, oh, what's this magical device you have? And, but, yeah, and so just phone. so you know, time frame wise, like you have to craft Pokeballs in this game. You can't, you can go to someone and buy them, but they have, they give you a recipe to craft Pokemon or Pokeballs. So like they just figured out how to ki- capture Pokemon with via Pokeballs and there's different sects. One, uh, one sect doesn't like the fact that we're capturing them. One is okay with it. Things like that. But it, it's, yeah. So the storyline is odd in my opinion. Like you drop out the sky and I mean, essentially for lack of a better way to explain it, you drop out of the sky and you are already like a Pokemon master, so to speak. These people are like, for lack of a better term, worshiping you. And they want you to be their hero. So maybe worshiping is too strong, but they want you to be the hero. They want you to you to save the day, right? Did yeah, you get that vibe? I mean, I, uh, well, some of the village is a little weary of you, and we will say that. Um, yeah, but not, but as you progress, not really anymore. True, very true. Um, but yeah, I I will say that the story the story in itself is probably my biggest gripe out of the entire game. Gameplay, I absolutely loved it, but the story um, doesn't always make sense to me yeah. um mm-hmm. and i mean pokemon games have always had a very straightforward easy to understand story and this one they try to get creative and i think they got creative in a way that they didn't necessarily have to um yeah. you could definitely tell that they were trying to do something new here and try 
try to see what sticks. They're throwing it at the wall and seeing what happens. And a lot of it does stick. A lot of it is fantastic. And I absolutely enjoy it. But um, the story and the amount of talking, I'm just getting all my gripes out of the way at the beginning because I'm <laughs> I, I'm absolutely going to sing this game's praises here in a minute. Oh, but, yeah, no, I yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. Um, but yeah, so like the other thing is the amount of dialogue in this game. I wish that they had gone to uh, voice actors for this um because oh, i still so, think there's so much talking yeah i mean there's so much so talking much. and that like and so i'm i'm playing two playthroughs you know i'm recording one for my youtube channel and also just playing so i could talk about it tonight and just to play the game and get through it but like when i'm when i'm recording it i have to read all that because you know there's going to be kids i i assume you know there's my kids watching two of my yeah. kids can't fully read yet you know what i'm saying and yeah. they're going to read, read all up. the words and it's I got to have like three bottles of water down here and, and, and energy drinks and all that stuff when I'm recording never, just just to keep 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 myself part uh, from getting parched. You've but, never uh, had to talk so much on one of your pot. Oh, man. Recordings. Not for recording. I mean, I talk a lot, but like, yeah, I, you got to read everything. And yeah, I so just a lot of it. I honestly like I got to the point where I'm sitting there like, OK, I'll read a couple words from each yeah. like text box mm-hmm. just to kind of get the gist of what they're saying. All right, guys, sorry about that. We had a small technical difficulty and we lost some of the recording, but we are going to pick up with our Pokemon conversation right now. Apologize um, for some of it cutting off. But uh, Aaron, let's uh, we talked about some of the things we don't like in the game and some of the things that are a little a little uh, bothersome, like the villagers and all the talking and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But let's uh, let's get into the game itself and talk about let's start it off. What was your starting Pokemon? And uh, what is your main deck that you're using or your main your main six that you're using? I mean, so for me, I guess we got preface that we actually do love this game <laughs> with all the yes. grapes that we had there at the beginning. But um, so the rest of this is pretty much going to be all positive for us. Um, but yeah, let me just a little bit. There we go. That looks better. Um, but that being said, my starting Pokemon was uh, Cyndaquil. And I will say that I have always chose the fire pokemon ever since uh red and blue where i chose uh charmander to start off with so yeah I've fire is rebel fire is always my way so <laughs> um it's it's almost a given for me every single time i do it so i pick cyndaquil and i could not have been happier because his final evolution which i guess we won't spoil is probably the coolest out of all of them um but as far as the rest of my group says um this game has kind of enticed me to change change my group more so than any other Pokemon game I've ever played. Um, typically, I'll kind of build up my group and just kind of level up all the Pokemon I have and continue with that one group of six. Maybe change out one of yeah. them every once in a while. That's how I um, normally play. But honestly, like this time around, I've been changing them throughout for the most part. Uh, I know that as of right now, I pretty much have all alpha Pokemon. In my six, so I have nice. um, I have a McChamp, and who is one of my favorite Pokemon of all time, mostly because he was the first uh, holographic Pokemon card I ever had as a kid. Um, <laughs> nice. So he is. How much do you think that's worth now? <laughs> oh my gosh! If, if I held on to it, you know. Um, but I let's see. I have him. I have a, uh, a couple of the um ones that you get later in game. So I don't want to really spoil them, but. Uh, there's three alpha Pokemon that you'll have the chance to get in the last mission. I have all three of them in my group or two nice. of the three. Um, and then I have the alpha 
like final evolution of Electabuzz. Oh, and nice. He's massive. And then I have an Alpha Steelix, which if Onyx is normally big and Steelix is bigger, the Alpha Steelix is huge. Nice. He like tower. He towers over the houses in uh, Jubilee Village. <laughs> That's so, awesome. But, but I like them. Which one did you start off with? So I, ever I know everyone's like Charmander, Charmander, Charmander. Because he's the best. And yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> and obviously, there's a reason why he's the most valuable Pokemon card if you got an original. Um, but I have always played every Pokemon ever. I've started with uh, Grass type, always. I, I loved Bulbasaur, and um, then uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Growlet, Rowlet, or whatever it was. The um, the monkey. Oh, man, I forget his name. Um, but uh, I so I've always been the Grass type. This game, I and I have two playthroughs going on. Like I said, I've, I'm recording one for my my Dino Dad uh, gamer channel. And I'm also just playing one for fun. And so the one that I'm furthest along with, because I started playing this while we were on vacation, um, I started with the water water type, um, the Ocelot. Or yeah. Oh really? Yep. Mm-hmm. I never I never went that way. I was never a Squirtle fan. Um, so yeah, I started with the water type, and honestly, he's pretty beast. He is pretty beast. Um, but I've been using I've been using my main six. And like you said, uh, I normally have always kept my main six and just went with that. But on this one, I've actually been changing up a little bit more. Not as much as you probably. I don't have any alphas in my in my um, main six. So what I've been using is um, Oshawa. Really? Yeah, I I just I because I'm a little behind you. I haven't beat the game yet, so I don't have the higher high enough level to be able to control some of these alphas. Oh, gotcha. And that's been my bigger problem. But I've been rocking um, Oshawott, of course, and his um, his uh, his uh, fully evolved um, third third care third option or whatever you want to call it. I've been using him. Um, I've also I always keep a bird on hand. I don't know why, but I feel like birds are are low key super super powerful against you know like bug types and stuff like that and. Um, I don't know. I just I love a bird. So I've been I've been kept I've kept the original bird you first find the Starly. Um, I've leveled that up to the Star Star Raptor or whatever Star 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 Raptor. The the final um, evolution. The final yeah the final evolution. I've been running two, um, uh, two electric type as well. The um, the Luxio. I haven't fully evolved um, him yet. Uh, the first one's the Shinx. That's another okay. original Pokemon you find at the beginning. And See, I had I had him, and I I evolved him all the way, and then I got an alpha version of the final evolution later in the game. Oh, nice! The um, what is it called? The Luxray. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I hit the Thunder Wave is awesome. It, it crushes most most of the people that I've been fighting, and then I've been using Poke, um, Pikachu as well. I found a Pikachu um, early early in the game. I know what. I don't think you found one yet. Have you? Um, I have. Okay, cool. So yeah, I've been using. I haven't been using them, but I got one. Gotcha. Well, I found Pikachu at um, the. It was the strongest one at the time. Like I found one, I think when I was like a twelve, and he was a fifteen or something like that. So I used him off the jump, and um, so that's three. Then I've been. I normally keep um, uh, a rock type, so I have um, Graveler normally, and um, but I've been liking the. The poison cro- Krognoke, Krog- Krogunk, um, the okay. little toad looking one. But then yeah. 
I always keep um, a Machamp on me as well. So, um, have, see, actually, let me of, rephrase I that. Have, I have a Machoke. I don't have a Machamp yet. I'm sorry. See, I've had I've had a lot of um, fighting types in my group all the way through. So I had a Lucario for a long time as well. Oh yeah, they're good. I like them. So um, yeah. So one thing that I like about this game, and we we've mentioned that you know it's open world and it's kind of like Breath of the Wild in the open worldness. Um, more the most open world Pokemon game I think that there's ever been. How how do you feel about the side missions? Let's not. I know there's the main missions where you're traveling. You know the main object of the game obviously is to complete your Pokedex and get all the Pokemon that are in here. But also there's the main quest of figuring out the Arceus story and what's going on with these um, Alpha, I guess, Pokemon that are endued by in, in the, endowed with this lightning. The uh, frenzied Pokemon. Frenzied, yeah, frenzied. That's the word. Um, um, there's tons of side missions. Are you doing any of them? I so at the beginning of the game, I did every single one as they popped up, and then I've kind of I've kind of relaxed off of them for a little bit. Uh, but I have picked up every single one that I see. So nice. my my uh, my quest log is full of all these uh, side missions that I still need to do. But I did make sure to do any of the uh, the side missions that increase uh, that increase like your shops. Yes. So okay. like you you have to do certain ones to increase your uh what you can buy in all the shops and like get extra cloth options or extra um extra hair haircut options and everything. So yep. I did all of those as soon as they pop up. Okay. I'm I'm the same way. I've been doing the shop ones for sure. I have I'm I, I have I don't know. Last time I played a couple days ago, I noticed that I had um I think it was close to I was in the fifties of how many side missions I've unlocked. Because you know they're they're numbered. So you can see how many you've done. And I probably nice. had 20 something still sitting there that I haven't done. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot. I, I, I don't mind them, but some of them are, are pretty in depth in the sense that you have to fully complete Pokedexes on certain Pokemon in order to turn them in. And that has been a little tedious, especially I've got two or three from the beginning that I haven't even seen the Pokemon yet. And oh, yeah. There's a. Uh- so there is actually one side quest, and I won't I won't say what happens completely because it it it's a huge spoiler. Um, but there's one side quest in the game that, in order for you to complete it, the information's not in this game, meaning it's not inside of a uh, Pokemon Argus. You actually find out the answer to this inside of a uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Oh wow, really? And I've never yeah. played those two. So if you if you didn't play them, there was and it's like not even part of like the main story to the game. It's like you had to read um, like a little passage that was on one of the computers in a room that you walked through at one point. Oh, um, wow. So if you didn't stop and do like this obscure thing, then you wouldn't know the information and what you need to do to complete the side mission. Basically, <laughs> like at one point, the professor is going to tell you that he heard um, like this weird sound from the water. And you have to investigate it, but in order for you to like trigger all the events that have to happen, you have to have certain Pokemon in your party, and you have to go to a certain area at a certain time and go through a like a very specific spot, and like oh, wow. all these things that you need to work out. I'm gonna be honest, I I had to kind of cheat my way through it and look up how to yeah. do it at the end of it. I've uh, it, it's so detailed that there was no way I was gonna complete this mission. I don't even know if I have that unlocked yet, to be honest. Um. You probably do. How far? How far are you actually? I just, um, I just saved the frenzied, 
um, Growlet or whatever it's called, the dog wolf thing, fox thing. Okay, I th- I think you have unlocked it. So like the professor, he you well, I mean you would have to go into his office and actually like check the board. Yeah. So have you been have you been doing that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those missions. Oh, so you okay. Can, you you probably have it in your uh, quest log. You just haven't looked through it yet. Yeah. Is so is that the one where you have to you, you have to go to the beach? Yeah. Yeah. There's the one mission that. You have to go to the beach at night and find a kid playing with a, um, which Pokemon is he playing with? He's playing with the one that looks like a the, candle. yeah, is the it? Drifloom. I think it's a Drifloom, yeah. isn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, this may be a different mission. Yeah. Well, it's I can't one get that, that one completed. Beach. So I don't know if maybe I have to complete that one before I unlock the next beach one or not. I don't know. Every time maybe. I've gone at night, it's not been there. There's no child playing with the pokemon at the beach um, um i think you have to go in the evening not night time okay that may that may be why you haven't completed it yep i, I go when it's dark <laughs> makes you're sense going, you're going past the kids bedtime yeah but i mean i i think the main the main story and the boss fights are are pretty easy how do you feel about that like especially when you're trying to free these frenzied you know this game has a dodge aspect which your human um your character will be out in the open world when you're fighting the Pokemon, which is actually really cool. So when you're battling another Pokemon, um, your character can move around and actually get hit by your own character's attacks or um, the enemy um, Pokemon's attacks. And um, that's one thing that I've kind of liked. The boss boss battles I do feel are a little easy because um, essentially it is not a battle as much as it is a dodging mission and throwing the uh the bait at it or the uh the medicine at the so, at the final bosses is it is it possible to say that this is both the hardest and the easiest pokemon game ever made <laughs> I, th- I feel like it yeah i mean the, the hard factor of it is they want you to complete a pokedex 100 percent. well i mean i mean a lot of like the regular pokemon fights like whenever you are battling these alphas or even some of the few battles that you actually have in the game um like the amount of damage that the other pokemon do to you is insane oh yeah Mm -hmm. so like i've i've fought pokemon that are at least 10 levels below me and they still take a huge chunk of my life yeah you have to dwindles down to nothing you really have to utilize the the types versus types in this game and that's like the so the mission that i was just talking about the one on the on the volcano where you end up saving why can't is it is it a growl what is it called why don't I What's know a, the name? It's of it? Growlithe. Uh, yeah, Ar- Growlithe. Growlithe. Arcanine. Arcanine, I mean, Arcanine yeah. Is the That's final right. Evolution. Mm-hmm. So when you go and you fight um, this Arcanine, you have to fight. You have three trainer battles, so to speak, against the enemy team. Um, and I had to. I went through that mission at least three times because I was getting wrecked, and I had to. I had to. Um, and once you start, once you start it, you have to keep going back into it. And it was a little annoying because I had to actually really utilize the the um the type versus type because they they fight with three different types that i hadn't seen in the game yet and um i luckily i had i had a good plethora of pokemon that were able to take the damage the i had in that when i did that fight i had one of the hippos in my Mm -hmm. in my um in my arsenal i haven't used them though oh dude they're so strong really and yeah mm -hmm. um i've been keeping him a lot more um, and I've gotten rid of my, uh, graveler, um, lately, but, uh, he's gotcha. got a, he can, he just has a high health health bar. 
and it was able to help me um, beat those three those three uh, trainer battles. Cool. Do you like the fact that you can ride Pokemon throughout the game and traverse the lands pretty quickly? I do. I kind of wish that it followed like the suit of the other games where like you could ride your actual Pokemon. I get what they were trying to go for that they don't have the HM or TM moves that you can teach them in this yeah. game. Um, but I would like to be able to ride my Gyarados through the water instead of this weird fish thing that I get. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it is kind of nice because um, all of the changes from riding one Pokemon to the next are so smooth. Um, I don't have you, you've gotten or since you did uh, the Growlithe mission, you've already gotten your water yeah. riding mm-hmm. pal. So, so like when you are riding the, uh, the deer Pokemon and then you jump into the water, you automatically switch over to the, to the fish one, which is really nice. Cause I so would, there was like, the there was a lot of times transition. in this game. I was like, man, I need swim. I need to be able to get across these lakes and it would be a lot easier. <laughs> and then you finally can. So yeah, I like that. I, there's been a few times when I've had to escape a alpha that I couldn't battle. Oh my and... gosh. I, I saw someone online who had like a little video and before they ever got the, um, the Pokemon to ride in the water, they had a bunch of the, um, the little like beaver type Pokemon that you get in the beginning of the game. I wish I knew all these. The Bidoons or whatever. Yeah. And they had a bunch of them and like Bidoof. all six in their party and they just kept throwing them out in the water so that they were like just floating there and they would stand on it and then throw down <laughs> the next one and then walk on that one and throw down the next one and they went all the way out to the uh to the fire island where you f- do the arcanine battle oh wow so like they made it all the way out there just walking on these things that would be annoying <laughs> oh, it would take like 20 minutes just to get out oh there. yeah mm-hmm. um well, Aaron, uh, I've definitely enjoyed talking about Pokemon. I know, like I said, unfortunately we had that um, technical difficulty, so it messed some things up and we had to redo it. But I'm glad we got to come back and revisit this, especially since I've played a lot more since we originally recorded. But um, Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that you got to play a little bit more. Yeah, we, we've we got some great games coming out that we're going to get into in our next few podcasts. And, but um, as we always do, we got to rate this game. And I know we've both said that we really enjoy the game. Um but I'll start with you. Uh, what what is your overall rating and thoughts to wrap this up for Pokemon? Oh, Arceus? I'm I'm giving this one a solid eight eight point five. Nice. So it was it was a really good game. I it had its flaws here and there, but other than that, I I have thoroughly enjoyed this game. I'm having a blast. Also, my little brother has been sending me Owen, who recorded our Ratchet and Clank episode with us. Yeah. he's been sending me pictures, and he has an entire um box of just shiny Pokemon right now. Ooh, yeah, nice. he's got that. He he's a shiny hunter, so he likes to to get all the rare ones. Hey, doesn't even necessarily need to be a Pokemon. He enjoys. He just wants mm-hmm. all of them to be shiny. Uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, I um I've enjoyed this game. It's been a lot of fun. Um, it's definitely a game that I'm going to play through probably multiple times. I uh I always try to play at least one Pokemon game a year complete, just because I enjoy them so much. Um. It's a good. And, that's a good, good way to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'll normally I go back and play red or blue or yellow, um, just because they're the classics, and you know, I just, I just, I love Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is, in my opinion, the best Pokemon that's out there. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got blue sitting on the counter right next to me right now. Nice, nice. But yeah, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it, a, I'm gonna one up you a little bit and give it an eight point six. Right. I definitely think it's, it's a good game. It has a little, a few flaws. Um, but 
they're mostly can be overlooked. And it's, you know, it's a, it's such a big and long game that it's really enjoyable. And especially with the fact that I got to complete a Pokedex of, I think it's like 265 Pokemon total in there. And I just, you know, that's going to be a challenge in itself. So I'm going to throw this out here right now and say this wins a uh, family game of the year. Oh, really? Okay. I, I don't know what else is going to come along that could beat it. Well, as of right now, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we got we got the new Kirby coming out uh, next month. Yeah, got, that's not going to beat Pokemon. No, it might not. I don't know if it'll be a family game. It'll be definitely a good kid-friendly game. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm excited for Lego Star Wars. I think Lego Star Wars could be oh, the top yeah. family game nope. of the year. You know what? You know what? That well, we'll see. Because that game does look amazing. It, I, I mean. They've added shooting mechanics to a Lego game that actually has an ADS where you can I, fire I mean, your blaster. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's basically going to play out like Jedi Fallen Order, but with Legos. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Can't wait. But yeah, 8.6 and 8.5. Um, that is great. Um, this is probably the highest game we've rated this year, right? I'd say it's the only game that we've rated so far this year. <laughs> Guys, uh, thanks for uh, uh, talking Pokemon with us. I'm glad we... Got to talk this through, Aaron. It was it's been a good conversation, Seth. I know you haven't had much to say, and that's okay. We'll I don't get know you what you're talking Pokemon. about. Seth Seth was just like so chatty this episode. <laughs> you we'll hey, get you into Pokemon soon. <laughs> so many. I'll be honest. On, on the, your son's on your son's a couple years away from it. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Oh no, no, we're already there. He's he's already got the the uh, Pikachu and the Pokeballs and oh, all he that needs good stuff. The, so I'm sure he needs the legends. I'm sure it'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> You know, after listening to y'all talk about this, I'll be honest. I now went from definitely not going to buy it to not going to buy it. But okay. uh, nonetheless, it does look like y'all had a really good time. We took so, the definitiveness away from it, but there's just so many games this month. I just I just I can't add one more. Yeah, so. that's true. It's true. Well, I'm on that note, I mean, if I had Aaron's hours, <laughs> no, what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I work, look, I work 60 hours a week. I go to the gym. I spend time with the family and and I'm in school and I do this. So I just don't sleep. There's a sacrifice in there. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's all right. I sleep as my much as I can. <laughs> yeah, my my coworkers were asking me the other day, and like between the podcast, the fact that you go to the gym every day, you spend all your time with your wife. Like, what do you sleep? And I sat there and I thought for a good minute. I go, I sleep when my wife does at night. <laughs> that I'm just busy every other second of my time. Right. Nice. Well, um, on that note, uh, thanks again for talking, talking, um, Pokemon with us. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you are listening to us on any of the podcast listening channels out there, rate us a five stars. If you can share the podcast out with other people on your timelines and on your social medias, we would love it and appreciate it. It definitely will help, um, grow out the audience and uh, grow grow this little uh, podcast that we're doing. But uh, until the next time, Seth, what are you going to be playing this week? Well, look forward it. to uh, <laughs> trying out Sifu. It, uh, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous now. Like, Aaron's got me, Aaron's got me tripping. Uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> looking forward to, I'm looking forward to going to playing Sifu. It reminds me a lot of the other game I want to play this week, Hitman. Uh, so, oh you my know. Gosh. This is better than Hitman. <laughs> yeah, this is better. No, I really, I'm, I am really excited to play Sifu. I'm really excited to try to find some more time to play, play uh, Dying Light Two too. You know, it's I really enjoyed it. So 
looking forward to trying to play some more of it and looking forward to talking about it next week, maybe. So yeah, cool. Yeah. I think that'll think that'll be me. Awesome. Uh, Aaron, what you going to be getting into? I got to play some more dying light. My, my goal is to at least be most of the way through the game by the time that we record next week. Um, nice. But I'm trying to how balance. Long, do you know how long it takes to, to beat that game? <laughs> I mean, OK, so the only thing I know is that um, the developers have said that if you choose to do every single side mission and there's there's like different options and there's two different uh, factions, I won't go too far into that right now, um, but you choose who to help out throughout the game. And if you choose to help out both sides and do a mission for each side and play every single thing, it's 500 hours. Holy cow. So it's it's a big game. Um, He's a big boy, but I don't so know. I am play at least 400 hours before we record. I mean, I'm, you really there's not, there's not sleeping. It's not enough Jeez. hours in the week, <laughs> but I that's gonna be tough. What is it? I um, I don't know, because I'm like 15 hours into the game right now, and I haven't gotten this glider that I'm seeing all over the Internet. And I'm thinking that's going to be like one of the first things they, they give you. But I'm sitting here scratching my head wondering what I'm doing wrong. But I also get really distracted with these games and I try to level up my character and be as overpowered as I can. So <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to spend more time on that. I my goal is not to beat Sifu by next week. I'm, I'll aim for the week after that for Sifu. But it's only like a people are saying that they're beating it within 10 to 15 hours. So I'm, I'm sure I could beat it in the next couple of days. Hopefully I'm not going to yeah. get this too distracted from dying light with that one, though. <laughs> I saw that Sifu was uh, pretty quick. It, I mean, it depends on how good you are. <laughs> True. I don't, I don't want to be a part of the get good toxic culture on it, but that's kind of it's just practice and repetition for it. That's that's the best way to say it. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah, well, I will probably be playing some more Pokemon. Uh, as, as we've talked about, I really enjoyed the game and I've got to catch them all. I've got to. That's uh, that's that's how I play Pokemon games. You know, it's just I, I cannot not have them all. Um, yeah. And then I'll be definitely trying out the new Call of Duty season, probably, hopefully sticking to it a little bit longer than uh, I have been um, this current season. We'll see. We will see on the next episode. I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, until then, guys, one little piece of news that I noticed while we were talking and looking up some things that we missed, which is actually tomorrow. So we are we are recording on February 8th. Tomorrow, February 9th at 5 o'clock Eastern Time, Nintendo is having their first Nintendo Direct of 2022. And they oh. are going to be talking about games that are coming out. It's going to be 40 minutes long um, on YouTube. So, obviously, when you guys listen to this recording, it would have already happened. But we will, hopefully on the next recording, be able to talk a little bit about what they talked about. And uh, maybe see Breath of the Wild 2. Probably some more things on Kirby and the Forgotten Land, I assume and whatever other new surprises they might have for us. So yeah, guys, thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you on the next one. Have a good night. Have a good night. Later.